0: Welcome back to another 15 Minutes of Fame. My name is Goldie. Uh, Joined with me right now is Lauren Storby. She is the owner of Snack Attack Restaurant here in Fort Collins. And the reason why I have Lauren with me today uh, will be because we want to learn a a little bit about her restaurant, um, how long she's been here, things like this. Uh, Right now, we're about three weeks into the Rona. And so in the sense of like, how do you own a restaurant in this very strange time right now? We're going to discover that um, and then learn what's like progressive about being a restaurant in Fort Collins. And the reason why we connect is because they do events. Um, they'll go out and they will cater events and things like that. Of course, right now, I'll tell you, we don't even need to ask. She's not catering events right now. There's no <laughs> no <laughs> So uh, take it away. Lauren Storby, who are you? What are you doing? What's going on? Yeah, sure.
1: So thanks for having us on. Um, you know, we started Snack Attack just about three years ago. So we'll be hitting our three-year mark in June. Um, hopefully we'll be back to some sort of normal to celebrate that. But we we did move from California. So I'm a Colorado native. I was born in Vail. My husband, the other owner, was born in Minnesota. Wanted to get out of California. Had this dream of opening a sandwich and beer shop, bar, um, moved to Fort Collins basically just through Google. We just Googled it, loved the community, um, picked up our, packed up our stuff and moved here. And then six months later, we opened Snack Attack, specialty sandwiches and brews. We're right here in Midtown, Fort Collins. And we specialize in fresh quality sandwiches, salads, wraps, local craft beer, cider, wine, seltzers, all that good stuff. And we have a big focus on community. Um, which we will go into and why we're able to still be here serving.
0: <laughs> right. And uh, I can attest as a uh, person who has been to your restaurant, I've had your sandwiches, I've had your ciders. The place is awesome. You guys run a restaurant. Um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just kind of make, make maybe blush, but I think you guys are like some of the top restaurant Aww. facilitators and, and you know what you're doing. There's no question That when a a, a guest walk into your restaurant, that you guys have this thing down. And and then at the same time, what the hell's going on right now? Yeah, (laughs) this is... All this great restaurant practice that you're so good at has just had like the nastiest curveball thrown at it. Like you're already living percentage to percentage. You know that you're going to, you know, if you took 20% out of your restaurant in a month, you guys would be like raging, like let's throw a party, you know? (laughs) Um, Now that's like put a couple zeros in a decimal to the left of that. And it's like, how (laughs) are you surviving right now in the, now what is about three weeks with the uh, current world situation?
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, it is, Nonetheless, absolutely crazy. Um, I grew up in restaurants. My parents had a restaurant when I was eight. So I grew up in restaurants. Um, I've been through a lot of different situations. Nothing, I mean, none of us have experienced anything like this. But luckily with my husband, Sean, um, he was in the Marine Corps. So he really knows how to adapt quickly, right? Like that's what he was trained to do for nine and a half years. So luckily we've just thought outside the box. Um, We have a great online ordering system. We're partnered with Noco Nosh for delivery, so luckily we already have such a great like takeout um, business that mm-hmm. we, you know, obviously procedures have changed. We don't allow anybody inside the restaurant except for staff and got owners. It, got it. Um, and everything is done outside, so all the transa- like all the transactions are done online. So we have our online ordering system through Toast all the delivery stuff is done through no Konache and all the actual physical transactions are done outside. So, um, and,
0: and then on top were doing of doing this before Rona.
1: Yeah. I mean, not like to the point where people aren't allowed inside. We literally like you are not allowed inside this establishment. So it's either curbside where Sean is taking things out to people's cars or setting them on tables outside and people picking them up. Um, so it's moved from a, a more intimate face, you know, face to face conversation Like a physical connection, as you will, like come in, sit down, have a conversation with us. To okay, you're in the blue car outside. I'm running your order out, kind of a thing. And then of course, like sanitation, like hand washing, sanitizing. Like it is. Poor Sean's hands are like bleeding at this point because they're just. It's just every two seconds you're washing your hands and you're sanitizing and that's a habit
0: that you have as a restaurant owner anyway because you're just like you know what i got eight seconds i can clean that let's clean that let's clean this yeah um (laughs) so you go away from having you know a restaurant as we know it people walking in things like this you've adapted to the delivery setup yet it wasn't a shock to you because you kind of were already doing it um obviously the numbers have definitely changed for you
1: um
0: Why are you open right now? Why didn't you decide to close like other restaurants?
1: So we're family owned. We're independently owned. Um, This is our livelihood. And if we were to close, we would start hemorrhaging. I mean, we're already losing money. Our sales have dropped dramatically. Um, But if we were to close close, we wouldn't be able to pay the little bit of staff that we have. We wouldn't be able to pay our bills. We wouldn't be able to continue the flow of money, which I I was on a podcast a couple weeks ago. We are talking about this, like the flow of money, the movement of money is so important right now because so many others do not have that option. Mm -hmm. Um, And because we have such great quality, fresh food. I mean, people need good nutrition right now. And I myself, I noshed an order for myself because I was craving our food. Like I just, I needed a fresh wrap and I didn't want to make it myself, and I didn't want to go to the store, so, you know, with some other community initiatives that we've got going on right now, we still feel like, yeah, food is essential. Um, let's be honest, beer is essential for a lot of people. Right, it's a, if it's a whole nother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, you know, we're doing to-go beers and all that kind of stuff, but we feel like, you know, we've been able to stay pretty, not con- super consistent. I mean, business is down, but we do have business coming in and it's showing that there's still a need for it so that's well
0: and, and and it's funny because you were making the example of you you ordered uh, some food from the Nash people the other day and you went on your website or the the yeah. variable website says you can and uh so I did the same thing mm-hmm. and it was funny because we were ordering nearly at the same time because I was asking <laughs> you about this um I I fully, I was stoked. I ordered a big salad from you guys. It was exactly how I would have expected it to be. Uh, It was really well done. I think that the fact that you guys can order your food out and get it there and still feel like I was at the restaurant in the sense of like what I'm getting instead Mm -hmm. of like huevos rancheros, but I ordered something else, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that was supposed to be a sandwich, but I go it's all shaken up or whatever. Yeah. Um, So So, and that's like in the restaurant industry, obviously something that you try to perfect anyway, if you're taking on delivery, because as I will talk to other restaurant owners today, I already know some restaurant owners, either if they're not doing it at all, they're only doing like a limited menu because they know that part of their menu, if it went out a door and 20, 30 minutes later showed up on somebody's doorstep, it could really suck giving a bad rap about the restaurant. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. So- Something I, I want to hit on is you had mentioned your community involvement. Um, right now, what is a community involvement you can be a part of without just slinging sandwiches out the door? What have you done? I know I've seen yeah. some. So, Yeah, so we,
1: we kicked everything off. Um, we have the first campaign that we launched, uh, I want to say, well, pretty much when this started, about three weeks ago. Um, was sponsor our our healthcare workers campaign where people have been donating to a fund to help us Create orders to drop off at local ERs ICUs um, Clinics um, we're gonna start hitting up the fire stations um, EMT departments because these are the people that are really dealing with all this um, and they need good quality food to keep themselves going so that's actually been a really great avenue to help get involved with the community. Um, we've raised over, I want to say over 3000 I think we're almost at $4,000 for catering orders, and we've fed almost 400 people, something like that, um, so healthcare professionals. And then we did a week of 5% back from our online ordering sales to the, the food bank of Larimer County. That's so almost we,
0: everything. Yeah. That's <laughs> like basically point, what's know, left.
1: Yeah, we, you know, it, we, we were able to give a small portion of our profits to get back to the food bank. They're in need too. there's a lot of people that need food. So we were able to do that. We raised just $200 last week. Um, we're going to be launching that again next week if we're still open. Um, and then this like last week and a half or so. Through this week, we're going to be doing gift card giveaways from some of our local favorite business partners. So, yeah. we did a gift card for Maxline this week. Um, over the next couple of days, we're going to do one for a local boutique owner that we're really good partners with. Um, just to kind of keep things moving, keeping, keeping people entertained, keeping people inspired, and just, you know, helping the movement of money keep going.
0: I think that um – and, and I have this conversation with like DJs and producers and stuff like that, um, you know, in the industry, the event industry, and you know, a lot of DJs are like, oh, I can't get any DJ gigs right now. It's like, yeah, we all know, okay, cool story. Um, and they're like, well, I'm not making any money. It's like, yeah, we know, cool story. Um, one thing that DJs are doing right now that I know that is sort of like a hilarious moment in, a, in time, but I mean, everybody's DJing to the internet, right? And they think they're the PhDs of this time, uh, you know, of the soul. It's pretty good. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's funny and it's kind of hilarious at the same time.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I do love it. I think it's an art. And the thing is, is the DJs who are reaching out by doing this are in the faces of everyone right now. And when yeah. that, that's how they're involving in their community. You're involving in your community. It's going to be those healthcare workers that remember, you know what? When times were bad, <laughs> snack attack was there. You know, when times were bad, Snack Attack wasn't like, hey, that's $15, you know, for your total tab. That's uh, just eat and we'll see you later. And Mm -hmm. I think that's like by the gold of all the gold, that's the gold. Um, So you get that. Um, When it comes to, let's say it's May 1st, right? And that's what, three weeks from now? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Let's just hypothesize. What are you doing May 1st? Do you do you just open the doors and say we're open and just yeah. go back to normal? What happens?
1: Yeah, you know I think it's going to be an interesting transition. We were talking about this. I was actually talking to this about with Tiffany last night. What what is restaurant culture going to look like mm-hmm. as we come back to some sense of normalcy? Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to there's going to be a transition, there's going to be a cultural transition, Mm -hmm. Um, there has to be a safety transition. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, in the beginning, we were spacing people out at the bar. So like, you have to sit a couple seats down. (laughs) um, You know, that's so weird. (laughs) It's super weird. And it's, it's still weird, right? Uh, So uh, now that people are starting to adjust to that, being able to come back to being able to give people a hug. I mean, that's been the hardest part of this is not seeing our regulars and not being able to catch up on their daily lives and to like give them a, a high five or a handshake and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's just going to be, I think it's the way we came into this. It's like, okay, so people are starting to spread out and then it's just going to take some time getting back to it. Um, we, I honestly don't really know what it's going to look like. We don't know if we'll be open at that point for dining, in or we don't know if we're going to be open at all. We're, we are literally taking this day by day. Um, making adjustments as we go. Obviously, most importantly is the safety of our staff, and specifically Sean, because he is doing the physical interaction with the public. So if this thing starts to starts to keep going up, we're planning on closing our doors for the safety of everybody. Um, if it starts to level off and we start to see the trend coming back down, then we'll probably just keep our limited hours and we'll continue to do what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's gonna, it's, you know what? we've made it this far. (laughs) So I know we're both, you know, we're both fighters. We're not willing to give up easily. So we're going to take whatever the best recommendation is. We're, you know, we're listening to all the health codes. We're listening to the CDC. We're doing all the recommendations and we're just going to see what it looks like. Come May 1st.
0: I think, I think, i mean you guys above and and you were mentioning tiffany i'll get to speak to tiffany here in a while um you know there's an echelon of restaurant owners out there that are going to survive this because of that kind of like you know it it, it, i equate it to being like a backcountry skier it's day-to-day decisions it's moment-to-moment decisions Mm -hmm. tomorrow you're going to wake up and be like wait now we got to do it this way I mean, the other day yeah. we weren't wearing masks in public. Now we're wearing yeah. masks. Now it's yeah. going to be like, wear mismatching socks. Got to wear mismatching <laughs> socks. I don't know. Okay. Either way, Lauren, uh, we've got about 30 seconds left. Cool. So uh, I want you to, one more time, give me your Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, the dot com. Drop all that knowledge so we understand that Lauren and Sean of Snack Attack is somewhere we want to eat in Fort Collins.
1: Yeah, so most importantly, head to our website, www.snackattackit.com. From there, you can go to online ordering. You can go to delivery. You can go to gift card donation. You can also, through our online ordering system, choose donations, and that's how you can donate to the healthcare workers. Um, and then our Facebook is is on there. It's at Snack It. Instagram is at Snack It. That's where we're doing all of our communication, all of our information flow, um, all of our giveaways, all that kind of cool stuff.
0: I find love it. it's perfect well thank you that is literally on the number 15 minutes and so okay. we're gonna wrap up but i appreciate you being on the show um i'll support you guys as much as i possibly can i love salads but then sometimes i just gotta eat brisket That's okay <laughs> uh and and thank you for staying open because uh your food is great and um i'll be back again i promise yeah of course you better okay talk to you soon lauren thank you
1: okay. bye goldie thanks
0: ¡Gracias!